Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back for 4 o'clock here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. And it's our honor and privilege to finally be joined by someone who is really cultured. And that is Mr. Spike asking, what's happening, Spike? Oh, glad I could bring a little class to the show today. Oh, class. Yeah. Right. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you know, heard you, heard you guys saying that neither Jack's drinking beer and Ike's busy drinking. Uh, <laughs> hard seltzers. Zima's over there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out Surfside. We love you. Always. But, you know. Nobody nobody likes to try brown liquor. I, Jack doesn't think it tastes good. It doesn't taste good. Doesn't do it. Yeah, I don't need to be cultured that much. Are you sure you do? You know, I made a decision. <laughs> In fact, I was actually older than you when I made a decision. I was a beer guy like you. Nothing wrong with beer, obviously. But I was at a wedding with my wife. I've been watching a lot of Mad Men. And I know you're not cultured, so you probably haven't watched that either. I have but, not watched but, Mad Men, no. yeah. But I was watching a lot of Mad Men. They were, they, were, they were drinking brown liquor at work. And I looked at her and I said... I'm not drinking this light beer anymore. I was like, I am going gonna, gonna to drink scotch. And she said, do you like scotch? I said, I don't, but I'm going to convince myself I do. And I did. Nice. And here I am. So do you think we should start doing that here? Is, yeah. is start bringing brown liquor to the show? Uh, scotch put hair on your chest? A little bit of hair on my chest. I don't yeah. think so. I don't see much. You know? <laughs> well, have you been looking at my yeah, chest? Yeah, I was going to say, my goodness, man. Well, x-ray vision. X-ray vision. Uh, so listen, uh, while you're here, and I know we'll get into everything with Jason Kelsey, I did promise the audience that I would go home and I would watch Friday. As, as I try to get more cultured, I, I Spike, you know, I need to get more cultured, need uh-huh. to make sure I... Uh, has, has Spike seen Friday? I'm sure Spike's seen Friday. Right, Spike, you've seen Friday? Yes, I've okay. seen Friday. Yeah. I was going to make sure. Yeah, well, don't sound, yeah. So, you know, don't sound so upset with the question. You know, relax. Yeah. Well, it's a little insulting coming from Mike. We, <laughs> Jack, we know your issues, both age and otherwise, and why you might not have seen Friday, so we have to... Oh, interesting. Oh, you're throwing the other watch? Okay. okay. Well, you yeah, know. That has to be discussed. So yeah. I am giving Friday an A-. minus. Oh, A-. minus. I loved Friday. I okay. thought I thought it was really good. And, and, and I'm, I'm mad at myself for not watching it before. Um, I, I'm mad at myself because there's been so many like little things I've just missed. Like, mm-hmm. bye, Felicia. I didn't know that was from Friday. <laughs> uh, how do you get fired on your day off? I didn't know that was from Friday. And I've heard that term all throughout the years. Uh, I didn't know that you got knocked the bleep out. That was from Friday. Yeah, yeah. I will say, Chris Tucker, a tad annoying. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, but I feel like he fit that role. So oh, he was perfect. perfect back then. Yes, I feel like he just nailed yes. that role. Yes, that was that was nineties. Yeah, and it's crazy because he didn't want to go back in and reprise the role. Like he didn't want to do Friday two or three. Oh, Friday after next. Yeah, is that what I have to? Do I, That's when Day Day came in. Yes. Okay, 
We'll see yeah, yeah, can, you can get to those too. Yes, we'll see if I can get to those. <laughs> and my final big take on uh, on, on Friday is I don't think I've ever fallen in love with a character more than uh, uh, John Witherspoon, the dad. Ah, pops, pops. All the time. Craig's dad. Yeah, yeah. Within five minutes, I can tell he's going to be one of my favorite uh, movie characters (laughs) of all time. Like, that's a a dad right there. It's a great movie, dad. uh, Friday. So I give Friday a big thumbs up. I'm glad I watched it. I appreciate everyone telling me I should watch it. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Listen, honestly, I wasn't – I thought you would like it. It's hard not to like it, but sometimes, I mean, when comedy is 20 years old, it may not hit with a different generation. Right. So I didn't know how you would perceive it uh, during this time. But uh, yeah, pretty good movie, Spike, right? Friday's yeah, a, good, a movie. classic. Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't, see, I didn't see the sequels. Did you see the sequels? I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't really. Two is okay. I, I like Friday after next better than next Friday. So I actually would go one, three, and then two. Did I ever tell you when I met Ice Cube at the the, the radio station up here? Ah, I did not. a photo of you too, I think, right? No, I, I I don't think I ever I don't think I ever took a picture with him. I we were we were doing a broadcast at WFAN at Giants training camp one day, mm-hmm. and I left you know early afternoon and went back to the station. And there was nobody there, and I was walking with my head down, like I think I was pissed off about something. And I turned a corner, and who was standing right in front of me in the hallway? It was like it was a movie or something. Ice Cube was right there, right in front of me. And I was stunned. And his bodyguard asked me where the bathroom was. <laughs> and and, I, and I, he pro- I know Ice Cube probably didn't want to shake my hand, but I said, hey, man, I'm a huge fan. This is really exciting to meet you. And he shook my hand, and then I told him where the bathroom was. And that's the whole story. <laughs> it's big. I'm sure he's promoting the big three. I hate to be that guy that, that, that tries to one-up the story. Yeah. Oh, no. Know? Who would ever do that? <laughs> oh, no. No, it's not done much. I'm okay. just saying I got a chance to um, work what we call, like, security. Like, you know, so when I was in college, you get the football players, they can either do, you know, when they did uh, concerts on campus or what have you, they would have us work, like, front stage security, backstage security, that type of stuff, to where, you know, it was sort of a way to get in for free in the concert while also being close to the stage so you could see the performers or what have you. So it just so happened it was a celebrity basketball game uh, in Detroit, and a bunch of us got called down to help out with it, and I got a chance to do it with some of my college teammates. And Cube was a part of the game, and it was some other artists that were a part of the game back from the 90s. So that was pretty cool to do, to hang out with them in the locker room afterwards and just sit there and just, you know, uh, 19-year-old, like, you know, 20-year-old, like, sitting back just watching Ice Cube float around at five, like, five foot three. Because he's not, not very tall. No. He's like 5'3", five, 5'5", five, five, somewhere around there. That, that's my Ice Cube story. And I do have a picture with him. Well, that's from a, that I made sure later. I got the picture with him. Right, it's yes. a pretty good story. But I did tell you that about the time when I saw him on the street and I actually had a, a, a stereo with me and I played the instrumental of an entire NWA album and we performed the album together. Did that's, I tell you when that Sounds happened? like a good story. That's, that's a one-upper right yeah, there, man. I, didn't, I never told you about that because I didn't, I didn't want to make you feel bad about your story, but now that we're one-upping. Yeah, that's, that was a pretty good one right there. Yeah, I didn't get to do that. Well, at least you showed him where the bathroom was. Yes. So, so that's yes. good. Uh, Spike, it's obviously uh, Convince Kelsey Day here on WIP. Are you, are you going to convince Kelsey or is it time to let him go? You know... Th- so I heard Merrill, and uh, I miss Merrill. I'm, I, I appreciated Merrill's opinion. But everyone telling Jason Kelsey that he needs to think about his family should worry about their own family, I think. <laughs> so true. He, 
if, if Jason Kelsey wants to retire and thinks it's best for his body and for his children and for his wife, then he should do that. But that's not what we're doing here. We're talking about it from our perspective, about that we want him back. Jason Kelsey is on the Eagles Mount Rushmore. Jason, Mm -hmm. you can't go out. Your wonderful career, legendary career, one of the greatest all-time Eagles, one of the greatest players at your position, Super Bowl champion, the greatest speech in, in Philadelphia sports history after a championship, and there is some competition there, goes to Jason Kelsey. And the most important thing is that he still performs at an elite level. I just think, I think you have two different ways to think about an, an older player, one from the player's perspective and one from the team's perspective. Usually if you're the team, you'd rather be a year early getting off a guy than a year late because it can hurt the whole team. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, from the player's perspective. If I was a player, I would rather be a year late. I would rather get out there and know I didn't have it anymore and know that I played every great year that I could while I had the chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to go away for two years and come back and be able to play. When you stop playing you know, offensive line, that's it at, at this age. Mm-hmm. And I just think he means so much to the city. He means so much to the team. He means so much to us. And he's still great that being able to have one year where we knew that was the last one where we got to really appreciate everything that he's brought in every game and have an opportunity to go out, maybe not on top, maybe you don't go out with a Super Bowl win, but you don't go out the way that they went out last year. I think it would mean a lot for his career. It would mean a lot for us. It would mean a lot for the team. And I just want one year. Also, it would be kind of cool to be on the air for Jason Kelsey's final year. I never got that opportunity (laughs) before. So in a selfish way, I would kind of like it. So that is my plea to Jason Kelsey. Don't listen to Merrill. God bless you, Merrill. I love you. Don't listen to anybody saying that you should, you should pack it away to think about your family. You think about your family. It's your family, not mine. I'm going to think about me. I'm going to think about the team. I'm going to think about the city. I'm going to think about your career, and I still think we need one more year. So it doesn't matter if you don't view you next year as a, a Super Bowl year. You, you'd be okay if it's just a, a one-year swan song? Well, he's not making $50 million being 17th or 18th best at his position. It's not like he's not hampering the oh, He's not the quarterback? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not thinking about anybody in particular. I'm just saying in general. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think. It's not like there is a. This isn't like a Joe Montana, Steve Young situation. Right. Or, or an Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre situation where there is this game-changing you know, cornerstone of the franchise waiting behind you. And, and maybe oh, you and again, don't think that's, that's Cam Jurgens? What do you mean? Come on, man. <laughs> we, we've watching Jason Kelsey. I'm, I never played football, right? I've only watched football, but Jason Kelsey has done things from an offensive line perspective that I've never seen anybody do. I've never seen anybody move like him. I've never seen anybody be as consistently like from an athletic perspective, be able to do what he does. And I was watching like he was it the best year of his, of his career. No, but it was nobody on the team's best year of their career. I just think he's still got more to give. And I still, I think one final year, if that's what it is, would be a great, a great thing for us to go through. Yep. I just I don't get the whole now again if Jason wanted to retire I don't think we would be doing a let's convince Jason to come back I wouldn't be on board with that in other words if he had announced he's going to retire I think we had let it be and we would move on because I'm assuming he would give a heartfelt message as to why he think it's time to move on but I think he's really struggling back and forth because I think physically he knows he can still play 
And I think it was, um, I don't know who I heard say this on the midday. It might have been Hugh that said it. Certainly wasn't Joe uh, Giglio that said it. But it just, it, it was. He knew in high school it was well, over. It was along the line. You know what it was? It was Todd Harriman's. That's who it was. Cause they had Harriman's on the show this afternoon. But he basically said he think Kelsey would regret not playing or would be struggling with the idea that he could still play and chose to retire. You know, not coming back, barely being able to play, and things don't end up the way you want them to end up. But if you retire and you're still sitting at home saying, man, I know I could still be out there doing that, and you get that itch come August when it's time to report, July when it's time to report, that's when you have the regrets and you wish you were still playing. As much as people think Tom Brady should have walked off after he won the Super Bowl, the one thing I will respect him for is the fact that he still wanted to play. And he, and, and he said, you know what? I retired, but I didn't really want to retire. Everybody else wanted me to retire. My wife wanted me to retire, basically pressured me into retiring, told me it was all about the family and this and that, but he still wanted to play. And so he played. And if Kelsey wants to play, man, first of all, I want him to play because I think he still can play. But the idea that we're somehow – trying to convince him to play when he clearly doesn't want to play. I don't think that's the idea. I, I mean, I, I don't think that's the situation. I think he's struggling with whether he wants to continue to play versus should he retire. And that's why we're having convincing Kelsey. Today. 215-592-9494. Spike is hanging out with us for the rest of the show. Get in on this convince Kelsey uh, Wednesday or is it time to let him go? Plus, uh, Spike, for a $50 Hooters gift card, <laughs> give us something that you love. <laughs> Come on, Spike. Am I eligible? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you're hmm. not. But you know you're not. But, I mean, I, I would, <laughs> oh, right, I'm right, curious right, right. your answer. Let me see. What do I love? Yeah, well, what, what do you love? It's don't Valentine's say Rebel. Day. Don't say Rebel. I love my wife. Yeah, nah, yeah, we yeah, are excluded. Oh, yes. uh, shoot. I mean, come on. <laughs> it sounds like you don't love much. I mean, uh, if you gave the easiest answer possible. Well... What do you love doing? What do you yeah, love what do you doing? love doing? Why don't you let the audience know who you are? <laughs> you know exactly who I am. I know. We know. But yeah. you're, you're, you're talking to a much broader audience at this point. I just I love my dog and my wife, and I love the takes. That's, that's, this <laughs> he is said horrible. I love takes. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I, do. I know you love takes. Inspiring stuff. Inspiring yeah. Stuff. Yep. All right. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Kenny in the Dirty Thirty. What's happening, Kenny? You guys are talking about brown liquor. I think I need to start drinking a lot of it after hearing the radio today. Why? Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Like, yes. I love our team, and I think we are very close to being right back where we were. I think our coaches failed us, and then mentally they shut down. I think our defense never got to show that they had better players because they didn't know where to go. How many times did we see guys shrugging their shoulders and bumping into each other and going the wrong way? And with all that in mind... I have to listen to these young whippersnappers being Jack and that, um, that really nice, very nice but uh, misguided guy in middays. They want to get rid of Kelsey. They think he should retire. They want to get Reddick to move on and trade him for draft picks. They think uh, Brown should go play wide receiver somewhere else. Guys, we, got to have, we need a mental change, and we're going to get it. And I think we're going to be right back where we were because we were 10-1 and one just two months ago. That's right. It wasn't like we went through a whole a bit of a Fugazi 10 and 1, but yeah, I know. There's no Fugazi. Yes, in there the is. So, oh, what are you going to do? It give me the Parcells hard. line? Don't give me the Parcells line, Kenny. You are what your record says you are. Yes. Oh, yes. stop it. But here's another thing. Here's another thing. 
We won a Super Bowl in 2017. In 2016, we looked horrible. We went into Cincinnati and looked like the worst team in the NFL. They quit. Yep. Right or wrong, Mike. You remember no, that. I remember that. They quit on Doug out there in Cincinnati. Until, I remember that. Until Howard held him accountable postgame, yes. Yeah, a year later, we are hoisting the Lombardi. NFL things can flip like that. This isn't like the NBA where once you get into into purgatory, you're never going to get out of it again. And especially if you're Kenny, can you give us something that you, uh, something that you love? <laughs> I'm Italian, man. I love homemade pasta with my homemade gravy, with the meatballs on Sunday and the smell, with Sinatra music playing. I love being Italian. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome doing Black History Month. Yep, love it. <laughs> It's good, uh, Spike. One of the things that we were uh, that we were... would have been worse if he said that he loved being black. That's why. Well, I mean, you at know, least he's we, being honest. We did a top five black athletes last week with uh, I heard about Francisco. That. Did you hear Francisco's yesterday, uh, Spike? Uh, no, what was it? It was uh, things he doesn't like about winter. Okay. <laughs> Number five yeah. was uh, that was uh, you get cold. You yeah, get, you, get, you get sick. You yeah. get sick. Yeah, people get sick. Number four, seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three was. Was can play tennis outside? No, that's number two. Oh. Number, number two is he can't play tennis outside. Number one was it, it was cold. Number three is his hands get chapped. Oh yeah, he he needs lotion. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah, lotion. He, he doesn't he, like to put on lotion. Can I ask you this, Jack? Obviously, I, I have great respect for the top five at five kids. We we stole, stole it, it. Yep. at WFAN, of course. Did do, do the guys that are filling in for you know how it works, or are they just? <sighs> it's a fair. I don't question. think they get it. Like it doesn't sound to me like like. Like Buzz or well, Buzz gets it mostly. You think? Yeah, I think Buzz has a better feel for it than Fr- I yeah. can't get a read on Fran. I well, 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 Fran's different. I can't tell if he's a secret genius or if he really <laughs> just doesn't get it. It seems like he doesn't get it. He's, it was like if he did the top five things about pizza, he would just go the dough, the sauce, the cheese, the toppings, and the box it came in. That's yeah. not the joke. The, the top five five has to have a zinger in the middle or something, or it doesn't work. Usually, yeah, but then we made the zinger <laughs> react by, by ripping him, yeah, by reacting to his top five. So, All right, that's that's that works. Uh, but it sounds like you're putting a lot of pressure on Buzz for his top five and five today. Well, I'm waiting. Yeah, we're all, waiting. we're all waiting. We're all yeah. waiting. Now, what happens uh, in this city, Spike, and, and for you personally, if somehow, some way, Jason Kelsey said he wants to come back, but he signs with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. how would that go? Would you root for him? Well, I would root for him personally. He's in a different conference. I don't. It would be fine if he. I would root for him in any game that he didn't play against the Eagles. See? And you know, it was a different situation. But I think it was a really different situation. But you know, I think we we're all happy when Reggie White succeeded with the Packers, even though it wasn't mm-hmm. with the Eagles. We we're more mad at, at ownership for not re-signing Reggie than than for him. Whew. That would be a tough one, though. If the Eagles offered him the same contract and he went to the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that's where he would catch backlash. Yeah, but if the e- but if but if the Eagles didn't offer him and he decided, you know what, I still want to play, so I'm gonna play with Kansas City. That I would have no. We couldn't have any problem with that, right? If he still wanted to play, and the Eagles didn't want to sign him. Yes, right. That, but if it's and, but if it's the Eagles who want to sign him and he chooses to, sign. yeah, if he chooses the Chiefs over the Eagles, yeah, he's gonna have a. Now they do have Creed Humphrey who's 24, so he's really good. At, you know, but you know, do they do they make a special exception to? To bring Jason in. Well, do you think that 
he's figuring he already has all the t-shirts and the hats and the gear anyway. Mm, exactly. He might as well get a jersey. He's, all, he's almost there. Like, yeah, he's almost there as a chief. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like Kylie would go for it either. She, that's She's big, definitely not going for it. Right. That's the big one. That's the big one. You brought up Reggie. We were debating this earlier. Do you think of him more as a Packer or an Eagle? Eagle. But he won a, he won a Super Bowl with the Packers. Okay. <laughs> do you do you think of you know who cares? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm well, he was there. He was there the same I, amount of time. I tried to tell him that. <laughs> nah, man. He he was a mercenary with the Packers. He he was an Eagle. Uh, listen, I think he. How long was he a Packer for? Jack doesn't want to give him Eagle status. He I doesn't. Do he, know, he, doesn't what, he didn't put him on the Mount Rushmore. I left him off my Eagles Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh come on. Why? Reggie White has to be on the Eagles Mount Rushmore. Yeah, there is no Mount Rushmore without He's Reggie the, White. No, no, no. I'm talking about Eagles, though. Like, guys who yes, are Eagles. Yes, Eagles. Yes. Not, not statuses. You know, Jack Jack has this millennial thing where if he wasn't around for something, he thinks it That's didn't happen. That's not true. I watched Friday. <laughs> so, checkmate. Also, I had, also, I had Chuck, Chuck Bednarik on my Eagles Mount Rushmore. So, 0 for 2. How could you even have Chuck Bednarik on your Eagles? Because Mount he's the face of the franchise for a long time until okay. Dawkins and Kelsey came along. All right. Think of the Eagles. You think of Chuck and. Uh, well, yeah. No, no one that's alive has thought of Chuck as. In... <laughs> well, it's just about, it's about respecting. Well, hold on. Think about it. When did Chuck retire? Uh, good question. Well, I think it's like early 60s. Had to be. Yeah, right? He was older in this. On the yeah, when they won the championship, he was already older. He had already played a decade, right? Yeah. Yep. So they won the championship in 60. Mm-hmm. It's 2023. Yeah, that's how great he is. If we're being honest, I don't even know that he actually existed. <laughs> Just like Wilt. Yeah, I didn't see it. Just like Wilt. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was 70 years ago, man. That that was no disrespect. Time. That's a long time ago. Well, listen, I'm just someone that respects history. I can. I don't know what else to tell everyone else. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Spike Eskin is here along with Ike and I on this Wednesday afternoon. Convince Kelsey Wednesday. Uh, get in now. 215-592-9494. Give us something you love for, is wrong. for a $50 Hooters gift card. Your math is probably. Because I thought we already celebrated the 75th anniversary team. Yeah, in, in 2006. Right, so where are we at now? We're, we're listen. We're ten years away from a hundred. No, you know what? That was not the championship team we celebrated. That was the seventy um, fifth anniversary birth of the team. franchise. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Nineteen thirty three. But didn't we celebrate the championship team in two thousand ten? Ten, yeah, that's where they yeah, wore 2010 the two thousand ten when they wore the Kelly Greens, the wrong Kelly Greens, and then they wore the, the the right ones this year. And that was fifty years or sixty years. Uh, that would be that was 60, fi- no, 50 it was fifty years. years. Fifty years. Fifty years. So we're at sixty-three years. That was going to bug me if I didn't get the math right. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't get the math right, that would have. We figured me. it out. Yes, we, we figured, figured it out. out. It's all good. Sorry about that. It's all good. On the other side, with Spike here, mm-hmm. was Daryl Morey big star hunting at the deadline? What oh yeah, is, I, I got, it, I got, it, I got. It. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about doing? this. What is he? What's up Nonsense. his sleeve? An interesting report from Woj this morning. It's all coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz, Ike Reeson joining us via Comrax up in uh, Jersey is Spike Eskin. Some some. Really awful news before we go to the, the Maury report and everything else to show. Uh, shots fired out of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Mm. Uh, two have been arrested. At, you know, I think it's all 10 people, you know, at least shot. Um, just injured somehow out there because, you know, chaos ensued. And of course. You got people running for cover. And we're sitting here as we got the monitors on in, in, the, um, in the studio. And we're, the parade is on and they're doing the whole – you know, they're up there and guys are giving their speeches or what have you. And the next thing you know, it breaks out yeah. in, in, the, in the middle of that. Man, I, I just can only imagine how terrifying that must have been for everyone out there. So, um, as of right now, I don't think there's been any fatalities, I don't think. There was at least one, yeah. There was one, okay. There was at least okay. one. Okay. Awful. Sorry to hear about that. So, yeah, it, that's uh, – yeah, man, just, just crazy. You just you, – you wonder how something as simple as getting together and celebrating – um, the local team uh, winning a championship leads to this happening. So just um, just absolute losing. Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah, it's really just sad. It's we, awful. We have a we have a station down there in Kansas City, uh, KCSP, and that luckily they had a few people at the parade, and luckily they got everyone out safe. But yeah, mm-hmm. just just terrible. Especially you, you know we were just talking last week about the the parade in Philly and what a an amazing moment mm-hmm. that was, you know, just pure joy for everyone. And to have that joy sort of robbed by a situation like that is awful. Yeah. And it yeah. makes you, you know, worried about going to, if they, if one of our teams win, I mean, you can't do anything, man. No. Yeah. In any type of gathering, you, you got to be worried about this type of stuff. You just don't know what's in people's heads and what's the motive behind this nonsense, this craziness. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame because, like I said, it's a gathering of celebration. I'm sure they've done it the last couple of years, and you don't, you just don't expect something like this to happen. I don't, I don't recall this happening at no. a, a team's championship parade before. No, no, it's crazy. it's, it's awful. Uh, so this is a, a surprising report this morning, Spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Daryl Morey reportedly contacted the Phoenix Suns to inquire about the availability of Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. And also reached out to the Lakers to check on LeBron after he did the uh, hourglass tweet. Uh, there was a report that obviously the Warriors are trying to get involved as well. I mean, he's saying Clay down and have him pair with them. So um, <laughs> Daryl Morey reaching out to to try to get LeBron and all those guys. What's, what's your reaction there, Ike? Well, what, we we didn't call Dallas for Luca. Why why not OKC for uh, Shea Gildress Alexander? Why didn't we call for him? Who else? Uh, why not Minnesota to see if Anthony Edwards was available? I see if uh, the Boston wants, wants to move. Tatum. Well, I would imagine somebody in our conference would trade with us, so I just stayed out west, <laughs> assuming one of those teams would send one of their stars back so they don't have to see it. It's a bunch of nonsense, man. You know, I was happy with what we did with Buddy Hield. Team looks good right now. I'm okay. I actually picked the Sixers to win tonight. They're going to take on Miami at home before the All-Star break. But why did this have to come out that Daryl Morey – Called the Lakers for LeBron James and, and, and the, the Suns for Kevin Durant and, and Devin Booker. Because he's big star hunting. 
Is that because he wants us to feel like he tried at the trade deadline to get a big star here? We don't care about that. Nobody, You're the only one who was advocating for LeBron James. This summer. That's, the, that's laying the groundwork for this summer. He well, already he has. You wanted him at the trade deadline, I know, too. I know. Well, it looks like me and Daryl were in lockstep on that. So another <laughs> another thing I was dead right about. How much else? Belichick, dead right. I mean, LeBron, dead right. It's just, listen up. Listen up. Oh, but listen, he's laying the groundwork for this summer. The, the Sixers are lurking. And they're going to draft Bronny, and LeBron's going to be on the Sixers next year, Spike. Well, LeBron's not going anywhere. So, the the, the, the first of all, I don't well, want why any Why don't you part... pop the balloon anymore? You know? Well, I, first of all, I don't want LeBron. I don't care if LeBron ended up on the <laughs> the doorstep of the Sixers facility in Camden with a sign that said, willing to work for food. I would still I would give him a sandwich, and I would get, buy him a bus ticket back to Los Angeles. But the... I don't. I don't have a problem with Maury doing. Look, Maury is the guy who, in a fantasy football league, calls you repeatedly with stupid trades. <laughs> one of your best players. With one of your best players for none of his good players. But the thing is, is you don't know unless you ask. You don't know unless you make the call. The thing that was most interesting to me about it, and maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe he just calls and he says, "Hey, are you interested?" It, would you trade this? Would you trade that? Maybe he doesn't even really think about it too deeply. The thing that I think about is if he calls Phoenix and he brings up Devin Booker's name, somewhere in his mind, if Phoenix says, okay, let's talk, that conversation involves Tyrese Maxey. And the the thing about Maury is he is he loves players like you know i don't i don't i don't think he doesn't have respect for them as people but he's always looking to upgrade and that that is the, was the most interesting thing i don't think he'd include maxi in a deal for lebron and a, you know kevin durant is 36 years old but the booker thing was interesting to me because if if phoenix says yes phoenix is not taking back tobias harris and two first round picks right the the most valuable thing the sixers have is tyrese maxi and i just wonder if the right deal came along and was there, would he pull the trigger? And I think the answer is yes. And I think everyone would have a meltdown, meltdown if he did it. But I, he, I think he is opening to trading anyone at any time that isn't Joel Embiid. But not for Booker. I don't think people would have a meltdown. You think so? Hell no, I wouldn't. I, th- I think a lot of people would. Really? Well, yeah. He, yeah he, people are attached to Tyrese Maxey. I know, but yeah. it's kinda, it kind of reminds me of the Cliff Lee and Halliday day. Right, where it's like it's like yeah, we lost Cliff Lee, but holy well, we, cow, yeah, we got yes. Roy Holiday. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I, I would trade Maxie, and not that I don't like Maxie, but for Devin Booker, yes. Not for Bradley Beal. Would you one, do it for Durant? Once, once upon a time, I would have traded him for Bradley Beal. Me too. N- not now. Would you do it for Durant? Nah, <sighs> I would. I think I would. I don't think it, I would. You wouldn't? I don't think so. For a shot to put Kevin Durant with Joel Embiid. I'm a Windows man. I'm not. Yeah, my window is two are, years. Two you, years from now. Ike is a 2024 <laughs> guy. I think I'd do it for KD. I would. How many games? So if KD and, and Joel played on the same team, how many games at the end of the regular season would they have played together? Nine? Eight? Something like that? That's a legitimate question, honestly. Yeah, 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 I, yeah that. But for a... Listen, man, you're talking about the seven-foot sniper, man. Yeah, the, the original Slim Reaper. Yeah, I, I'd take the seven-foot sniper. You know you know what it is, Spike? I like Maxi. I don't know if Maxi Is Maxi Dwayne Wade? Is he Kobe? And I don't mean that in a literal sense. I just mean he, because we have Joel Embiid, he has to be 
Dwayne Wade or Kobe Bryant. Well, why can't he be, can he be Jamal Murray? See, I don't know if he can. I, I don't know if he's not Jamal Murray right now. I think I think that team was more than just Jamal Murray with Jokic. That was a solid team. Michael Porter Jr. is a solid player. Aaron Gordon is a solid player. These guys fit into roles. Bruce Brown. KCP. Yeah, all these guys fit into a role to where it made that team a stronger team to where Jamal didn't have to be that guy. If you think about when I bring up when I bring up Dwayne Wade and Kobe, they didn't have when Shaq and Kobe were together, they had guys like Horace Grant and Ron Harper and Rick Fox. Like these aren't great players. They're they're role players, older guys. Even when Shaq and Dwayne Wade won in Miami, they had Gary Payton, Alonzo Mourning, like they had all these players, Antoine Walker, all these guys that had been veteran players and star players on their own team to where they could do it. With this team, I don't think we have enough good supporting cast for just Maxie to be able to do it. So I almost need a Kevin Durant, a Devin Booker, or someone else to put with Maxie and Embiid versus doing it with a big two. On you Denver, see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying there, Spike? Yeah, on Denver, it's almost like it. it it's not Batman and Robin. It, it's Batman and then the whole rest of the yes. team is Robin. Yep. You know? Yep. And the other thing is that Jamal Murray is like 6'4", 6'5", and Tyrese Maxey is six foot, and that's an enormous difference. It is different, yep. It, especially when Maxey is not... He's done a good job as... I love Tyrese Maxey. I don't want them to get... I, I don't want this to turn into what we're saying is wrong with Tyrese Maxey. Right, but, right. I'm with he's you. Not, That's usually what happens, though. But he's not really. He's done a good job distributing in a very basic way this year. But he's not. If you if you're six foot, you really I I think you really have to be a a point guard too. And he's sort of like a combo guard masquerading as a point mm-hmm. guard in a certain. I think I think if you had the the absolute a hundred percent right team around Joel and Maxi, he is good enough. But he is definitely not a Robin in the you know in the 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 sense that we're thinking in that he is I, I just worry about height. I, I and I also I worry about the fact that he's not he's not really a, a not yet. He's not really a, a great creator. And also pretty much how he gets by guys is with speed. It's not really it, it's not like he is the best ball handler you've ever seen. And it's not like he's crossing people over. He's just going by people with pure speed. And I just wonder in the playoffs how simply how effective that'll be. Uh, but we'll see. We'll have a chance to see this yep. year. And hopefully Joel comes back and yep. we can see it. But but I, I do think, I did think it was interesting. And again, I might be looking into it too deeply, but I can't imagine that Daryl Morey, when he brings up names like that, is not expecting them to say back to him, okay, what do you have? And what do you have can't be Tobias Harris. Right. Yes. And yeah. three yes. first-round picks. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here in one second, but one final thought on the Sixers here. Uh, Buddy Heald so far, buying it or, or or what? No, I'm buying it. I mean, he is what he is. He, as as fi- he, We will not really be able to see the true effect and help of Buddy Heald until Embiid is on the court. I think he's done a fine job. He's obviously the best shooter that Embiid has ever played with. And he's played with some good shooters. He's played with Redick, and he's played with, you know, Seth Curry. But Buddy Hield is the best. But I think when you have somebody on the court like Embiid that has the gravity that he does, and how terrified other teams look when Buddy Hield is about to shoot a three, I think it, it'll be great. So I'm buying it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Chuck's in Mount Airy. What's happening, Chuck? Hey, Jack. Yo, yo, what's going on? Yo, Spike Eskin delivers. What's up, Spike? 
What up, Chuck? I'm glad that you're unbanned and I can talk to you finally. <laughs> Welcome back, hey, well, buddy. You, well, you came with the bell money. It was up to uh, you know, Jack and I got <laughs> still got out of prison. You know what I mean? You came and bailed me out of prison. You know what I mean? So I got to thank you. You know what I mean? What's going on, man? Hey, listen, let me say this, right? The day that Joel Embiid becomes uh, uh, Shaq and becomes Jokic, that's the day you can ask if Maxie is Kobe or, or, or Wade, I, okay? You know what I mean? Let me tell you something about Maxie, right? Yes. Maxie has improved drastically each and every year. He has. And this is a guy you want to trade away. Well, for the right player. He's not un- He's not untradeable. So you got this seven-foot nothing that gets hurt every year. You know what I mean? Team's fighting, you know, for position right now. And guess where he's at? On the shelf. When we went to the playoffs last year, guess where B was at? On the shelf. Okay? So, listen, I'm actually not going nowhere. It's up to me. He ain't going nowhere. I am getting rid of Joel and B if I'm getting rid of anybody. And I'm going to get a real star here. Okay? Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, Shea, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, one of those young guys in here, something like that. And you only can get them in the draft. You guys got to quit being afraid to start over. You know what I mean? Because that's what part of life is. Change and starting over. And you got to quit being afraid of starting over. All right? Hold on. Is that some type of Eagles uh, thing, too? You want to start over with the Eagles? Well, I mean, well, you know, I want Jason Kelsey. I'm tired of hearing he's going to retire. Am I not retiring? Am I going to retire? I'm not retiring. <laughs> Enough of that crap. You know what I mean? If you want to retire, just retire. If you retire in a year, stick with it. I think he should retire so we can take that money and allocate it to the defense. Build the defense up that we can be proud of, that all of us can be proud of. You know what I mean? Some, a defense that, that stops people and not gives up 30-something points a game. Okay? Let me tell you about the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody gives Pat Mahomes and Tred and Andy Reid. They should. But let me tell you about Spag's defense, right? Uh-huh. They didn't score over 30 points, right? The Spike and Jack. All year. Points. Yep, all year. All, all playoffs. All playoffs. Well, the whole season, too. The whole regular season, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? They got that sideboard at quarterback, too, though. So, I mean, you know, you never really can gauge anything when you got him at quarterback. It don't matter if it's snow. It don't matter if it's below <laughs> zero. It don't matter if he's home, away, whatever. That guy is a sideboard. So, you really can't judge nothing too much. I'm just bringing stats. And what I'm saying is that we need to build this defense. But, you know, all this trading, Tyrese Maxey, I'm not trading for nothing. Unless I'm getting somebody back like Shea, Shea Gildas Alexander. Yeah, well, you're okay. probably not doing that. Yeah. What's something? Uh, what's something you love here, Chuck? Hey, well, you know something I love. I love. Listen, I love cigars, right? I love cigars to the point where it's so, it's so relaxing. I love to have some whiskey with it. I love to give it the, the, the ambiance that you have when you're smoking a cigar. The conversation. You know, the thousand cigars there is out there. I love cigars, man. Huh? Nice Padron, nineteen twenty six. I right? hear me. And listen, I haven't forgot. I haven't, for, I haven't forgotten that I, I promised him that I'll, I'll go have a cigar with him. He, he, like he has a crew that he he has cigars with. Yeah, he's trying to get me to to, to come by. Ever since the season started, I'm like, ah, I can't come during the season. And then then it's too cold for me to go. So now I gotta wait till the spring. Yeah, listen, I'll, listen, if you need me to go with you, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll come with you. Oh, definitely use a wingman. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. We'll live it up, buddy. We'll live it up. I love, how, I love how Chuck got out of jail and came in with do the process over and Jason Kelsey needs to retire. Yeah. 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 Getting everyone out of here. Yeah. Coming we were, strong. Restarting yeah. this whole thing. Uh, Spike, are you a cigar man? <laughs> no, I wish I was. Well, hold on. You do this whole thing about brown liquor. That's why I want to become a man. What about cigars? Be, you know what it is? I can't. The smell. It just that's the best it, part of it. 
Uh, well, I, I like smelling it. Like if somebody was to blow cigar smoke over to me, I, I enjoy that smell. <laughs> nice. But the, but the smell that you, like you as a person, how smelly you get afterwards, like it gets in your hair, it gets in your clothes. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm not into it. I, I, I think it's cool. I wish I liked it, but I don't like it at all. Huh? Yeah, it definitely is a process once you have one. Yeah, yeah, because you're right about the clothes and uh, I don't have any hair, but yeah, but definitely <laughs> the clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, it's it, as I've learned, it's an acquired thing. It took it me almost, it took almost a thirty to start liking the cigar. Well, me too, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's still time for <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yeah, yeah. It is as you mature, you start to appreciate it a little bit more. Hey, listen, we're getting there again. <laughs> we're, we're, we're barreling towards thirty. Scott's in Sacramento. What's happening, Scott? Scooter, <laughs> not there. Not Scooter. That's <laughs> Uncle Every Scott Scooter. <laughs> What's up? Yoshi's in Brewery Town. What's happening, Yosh? Yo, Jackie, baby, big ice, Spike E. What up, boys? What's up, fellas? What's up, Yosh? You you know it's crazy. What's name? What's this show? So you're gonna have three versions of apologies for for the, for the silly fellas. You you got you got Spike. Who's gonna Who's gonna be the Sixers apologist? I always the Eagles apologist, and, and then uh, I, uh, Jack is uh, the daggone Phillies apologist. Yeah, prove it, I, I prove it, prove it. it. <laughs> right there, right there, right there. And real quick, boy, I'm so I, yo, I'm so proud of you, boy. You watch Friday, and I'm so mad. You ain't know where Bob Felicia was from. You ain't know where you got not the out was from. Yeah, what's name like? Bro, you you like, you just you just <laughs> walked over there and lived. I was like, walking oh. through. I was walking through life. Yeah, he's just out here. walking through life, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a bobblehead, just shaking it, just, just with a grin on his face, laughing at everything, with his head just going all around like that. So, but they know what? They, they know the origin of nothing. No. Hey, keep on going, boy. We ain't gonna lead you wrong now. Keep on going. Yeah. Keep on going. Hey, man. Uh, this ain't Jason Peters we talking about. This is Jason Kels, man. No, no decline in his game. Almost 200 games started consecutively. Mm-hmm. Mr. Availability. Mm-hmm. Ain't missed a game since 2014. Mr. Always on deck. He's been an anchor on this team forever. Mm. Mr. I was drafted 191 in the mm. sixth round, but been a lottery pick for the Philadelphia Eagles at the second most important position on offense next to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't let that go. At 36 years old and still balling, I'm going to tell you, man, I said it before, I still get – I still get choked up when that boy get that speech, man. And you, and, 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 and – and he, he wasn't supposed to he, – he's not supposed to be who he is. Six round, 191, Ike, yeah. and to be a boost into the city of Philadelphia, and he's been Philly. Like, the boy been Philly. Yeah, he's the it's best like six-round pick in NFL history, yes. He's the best <laughs> six-round pick in Philadelphia. I'm like, chill out, Jack. Well, I'm not, you know what? I ain't even mad at you. It's just the criteria. You're staring up. Look, you, like, you, you, you like to stare at a pot. You like what can I do today? <laughs> the pot. That's all good. And uh, real quick, I yes. you were pumping your chest out today, taking up a spike. Hey, spike. That's how yes, we sir. roll over here, baby. We got your back. I, you had me in here punching the air, Keep punching the air, baby. I was like, get him, and I. Yes. Hey, hey, you infatuation with lotion, boy? I've been there. Are you checking? <laughs> 
You tried to clean it up yesterday. You know, I, I, I don't know what you're I, talking about, man. I'm a dark skin. My knuckles get ashy in my feet. But I, hey, I said, I said, hey, I had a couple of dates with lotion too. I understand. I need boy. to see the package. I understand, I understand right. where you was. All right, give us yep. something you love, man. Yeah, give us something you love. Hey. Not lotion, man. <laughs> Not yourself. I'm a I'm gonna tell my grandchildren. I was gonna talk about a woman, but you know, I'm gonna say I'm. You've had, I'm, you've I'm had like every call this week. So you, you, you somehow shoehorned <laughs> yeah. in, shoehorned in a crush. You know, I'm gonna leave it a lot, man. My grandchildren. When I look at my seven grandkids and I see them three generations of me, I get choked up. Yeah. They all look like me, and I and I get to see them come up again. You know, my kids. What's name? Thirty, twenty-eight. What's name? Twenty-five and twenty-four. But mm-hmm. I get to see. Uh, eleven, seven, five, three, one. What's name? Barely one. What's name? And, and see all that come. That, that man, I'm enamored. Y'all look at my Facebook page. I'm enamored with my grandchildren. I love them, and I love Jennifer Lopez getting up in the first scene of Anaconda from that table, <laughs> going to answer the door. Thank you. All right, there it is. Get him out. He's a problem. He's a problem. <laughs> By the way, now, uh, not that I didn't understand the Neil Long thing before. Oh yeah, but like you in, understand in, it now. In don't Friday, you? it was yes. like, oh yeah, I see it. That's early days. You got written the Neil Long started in uh, Boys in the Hood. Yes, yes. yes. So you know, Neil Long. My infatuation with Neil Long goes back to then. Oh, uh, and she's still fine, boy. Oh, she was married to uh, uh, Ume, the yeah. coach, right? Mm-hmm. Udoka, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that whole thing yeah. went down up there. Now, now he's down there in Houston. <laughs> he's down there. Take, taking up James Harden's old, old work. Now, does he get a, a jersey in the Raptors down there? Probably will, knowing yeah. him and the way he was horn-dogging it around the office up there in Boston. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers Valentine's Day Shop. Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses online. Mark's-Jewelers.com. Which do you hope uh, Jason Kelsey decides? 75% saying they hope he comes back. City still loves Love it. City still loves Love Jason it. Kelsey. Super Bowl dreams in 2024. I tell you, man. Our, our our fans, Twitter, they they they've been on point. They've been on the right side of these debates and these arguments pretty much for twenty twenty four. Yeah, once the season once the season ended, everyone's positivity with the Eagles came <laughs> no, back. No, not positivity. It's just more or less they're on the right side. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm proud of him. We'll see what happens with Jason Kelsey. <laughs> on the other side, we'll get to a top five of five with Buzz. We'll see if it's up to Spike Standard. We'll see if it can uh, pick up Francisco Rojas' yesterday. as we try to piecemeal this whole program back together. Uh, top five of five is coming up next. Your phone calls last hour to get in for the Hooters gift card of something you love on this Valentine's Day and Jason Kelsey Appreciation Day. All that's coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.